This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. CliffCentral.com. It is Friday morning. This is Sex Talk with John T. and Tamar. This is on radio. This is unscripted. And this is this morning most definitely uncensored and fascinating and interesting and fun and absolutely awesome. And a whole bunch of the most awesome and beautiful people in the studio. Most amazing, beautiful woman in the Absolutely. world, I think, sitting Absolutely. here. Absolutely. There this we go. Is incredible. <laughs> From the naughties to the saints, we'll see who's who. Nobody's a saint. <laughs> and nobody's a sinner. That's that, that I agree. And everybody's everywhere on the spectrum all at once. And isn't that amazing? Absolutely. So let's start with Vanessa is here. Hello, everybody. I'm uh, Mistress Cleo from Sissy Corner, South Africa. Is that it? Okay. That's <laughs> well, fine. That's fine. And it's so cool for my friend Elna Rudolph to be here finally. Thank you for having me. You're going to talk close to the mic like you're going to give it a big smooch. Okay, thank you. Is that better? Or is this your masculine kind of... Did <laughs> <laughs> you the give your hand watch for this morning? me, I'm not too sure what to do with. Okay. Well, you can't stick a finger in it. <laughs> Check for muscle spasm. Well, there we go. Leanne. Hi, welcome. It's Thank really you. awesome for you to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us in one sentence or 20 sentences who you are. So I'm a trans woman uh-huh. and I also run an organization called Be True to Me, which is a support group and we do some training on to trans people as well. Fantastic. Thank you. Surette. Hello. <laughs> no, we need more than hello. <laughs> okay, I'm Siret Alive, uh-huh. and I'm a femininity image consultant. Okay. And um, that's what I do. A femininity image consultant. That's pretty cool. Okay. So let's do some of this admin stuff that we have to do and get this first. Um Dirty Dictionary Word. Today's dirty dictionary word is a hole in one. Oh, I know that. You think so? I always know a hole in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, any idea what a hole in one is? Uh, yeah, it sounds a bit like yeah. I can understand kind of a lot of maybe cocks in one place. Mm. One pussy, one f- mouth, maybe. No, no, Sorry, I'm, I'm jumping. <laughs> really? Uh, I thought I. No. F- well, for me, it means something else. Okay. Any idea what a hole in one um, is? I don't know about the sex part, but I know oh. about the sports part. Holding one is in golf. Yeah, we're not interested in golf. Uh, yeah. Okay, then it has to be where I put my finger in a socket kind of thing. No. I was close? No, no, oh and yeah. No, and yeah. No, Ella, any the idea? nearest the nerdy doctor knows about a hole in one is that yeah. I do have insurance for okay. if I do accidentally <laughs> hit one, then my insurance covers it. So. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about sexually if they'll cover me for that one. Okay, no, and yeah. Yeah. Um, something only men have. Something only men. Because you can't. You're in the ballpark. It's something only men can do. Okay. Not. Okay. Surette, any clues? Well, the only thing I can think of is the physiotherapist putting her uh-huh. finger in your cookie. Yeah. <laughs> physio- why, why a physiotherapist? I'm just curious. Yeah, that's oh. what I've learned from Dr. Alna. Oh. <laughs> okay. You sp- well, yeah, because we're like. What the? Which physiotherapist <laughs> is that? I'll just name a number. They're usually quite cool. So yeah. um, and is it to, fig- to help with your lower back? Uh, that you should ask Dr. Alna. Okay, yeah. Dr. Alna. Yeah. It, helps it does lower relieve back. lower back. Okay. Okay. So none of you are anywhere near, actually. 
So WhatsApp us on 079-748-2090 and we will tell you what a hole in one is. So let's do this as well because we have to sex, murder and puppets. The Happy Time Murders is a crime comedy film featuring the comedic geniuses Melissa McCarthy, Maya Rudolph, Elizabeth Banks and Joel McHale. When the puppet cast of an 80s children's show of an 80s children's TV show begins to get murdered one by one, disgraced LAPD detective turned private eye puppet takes on the case. It's a hilarious whodunit that is decidedly no sesame all street. Happy Time Murderers releases in South African cinemas on the 31st of August, which is today. There we go. So. I saw the, the, the ad this morning, yeah. uh, regardless, and, and I was a little bit, I thought it's a joke, cause you actually see like a puppet and it says murder. So it's, it might be the new cult movie, who knows? Well, we need to find out what the term for puppet porn is, cause we know it's there somewhere. Well, we kind of, uh, already covered people that dress up as puppets or as oh. kind of, you know, Barney figures, animalistic yeah, done stuff. <laughs> done that. So now, yeah, what is the, and do oh. they have like puppet penises and puppet pussies? Does it work or, or maybe, I don't know. Well, it's going to be an interesting one. So if you know about any puppet porn, let us know. We're just kind of interested. <laughs> We'd love to get some links on that. There Thanks. And there we go. Now we can go back to real stuff. Yes. Thanks. Okay. One more announcement, and then we're going to kind of get into everything so we don't get sidetracked, which is um, the Cape Town workshops are happening. All venues are confirmed. And the pool for the water flow massage in Cape Town looks amazing. The water temperature is incredible. Um, and there's not a lot of places left already. So all of that information is on eroslife.co.za. Um, and I'm so looking forward to meeting and sharing with you guys in Cape Town from the 12th of September, the 11th, which is awesome. Fantastic. Okay. When did you know you were a trans person? And when do people know? Do they know from age 10, as some people say? Do they know from 18? No, you always know. Okay. Um, the challenge is, is not knowing what you were. Um, and if you go, people in my generation, we didn't have the internet when we were 10. Yeah. And so trying to work out what was going, why your mind was different, was a real challenge. And you just sort of thought you were alone. So at age 10, if you know, then you know. You know, absolutely. So you might know something is, is different, but you might not always know what that is? Correct. Okay. And, yeah, I think for me the the click moment um, was at the age of 12, looking at girls and going, not thinking, I like girls, I want to be a girl. Mm. And I want to, that's how I want to be. Okay. So it wasn't an attraction, it was a... A connection of emotional connection and a, almost like a jealousy okay. of what I um, couldn't be. So it's more like your soul knows. Yes. And and the rest of you has to kind of catch up with that, your body and your mind Absolutely. and everything else. Correct. Okay. Elna, would you agree with that, that it's like such a, a much deeper thing? Look, when you, when you speak to a lot of trans people, yeah. everyone will have a different story. Um like, for instance, yesterday I spoke to a patient who read a novel where the main character was trans and then so the person presents completely male to me but then says I'm a, I'm a trans female and never thought that she was trans until she read this novel and now really identifies with this person. Um, that's not a very typical story, oh. you know, but, but it does bring it to that soul part where there might have been this hidden thing in this person that could just never get a name or a, or a label and now that they've constructed um, well, read this whole story, it's easier to then say, mm, yes, that's exactly who I am. But many of the trans people I just see, it's just you know, it's just as good as if I'm asking you, oh. or you may be a girl. Um, it's it's as clear as daylight to them that they were born in the in the wrong body. So you know, it's it's not even something mysterious. It's it's just there. Okay, so there's a really interesting kind of philosophical, and mystical aspect to this, um, and I'd like to to look at it just for a moment, which is why in this universe with this amazing sense of of order and creativity. Where does this come from? And I don't, I'm not saying that it's a mistake because I don't get it as a mistake in a way. I don't see, I don't know that mistakes happen too much. 
on a kind of mystical sense. In a bigger picture of life, where does where does this come from? So I think um, there's Dr. Kareen Rashid does a, a talk um, where she really looks at a, a very basic saying in pregnancy in week eight, um, the genitalia are formed where the brain only develops around week 18 to 20. And so if there is a hormonal change in the the womb, that the brain development of the gender identity could be different to what the genitalia is giving you. And I've summarized a half an hour yeah, understand. technical medical into a, a two-liner there. But I think that's just such a nice summary to, to just to look at. There is possibly a, a kind of thing. There's not something you can take a, a photograph of somebody's brain and say yes or no. Huh. Sure, there are things like brain size scanning and there's a lot of stuff around that. But I think that's that for me is just such a helpful thing. Hmm. Um, and is it like an indication of, of maybe the fluidity within all of us? Absolutely. And I think something that I always sort of use as a when talking is, is sort of six areas of gender identity. Yes. And I, gender identity can't be boxed. Um but sort of saying you, you got your cis male and cis female, cis being a Latin word on the same side of your assigned gender at birth, um, male, female, you get your trans man, trans woman who, who are really people who want, I want to say a once-off correction of their gender to, to move to the other side, if I can call it that. Um, Why do you use the word correction? Um, and, and I think that's where people sort of say, I'm born in the wrong body kind of yeah, that's aspect. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. And, 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 and as I said, that's an area of people. The The fifth area is intersex people. People are born with male or female genitalia or reproductive organs. So mm. th- th- there's people out there who, who may just have one gender genitalia, but internally they have both reproductive organs. Um and I know Dr. Rudolph has a, a patient, I know of one at least. And then the, the sixth area is your gender fluid people or your non-binary people. And that, that for me is a lot of, like Alna's story now of somebody reading a novel, sort of clicks into this, hold on, I'm not stuck in a gender yeah. that I was assigned at birth. Where, where sort of a trans man female says, hold on, I'm, I feel I'm born in the wrong body. And, and yes, I know, Politically correctness within the trans community, I might get shot for 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 doing this because I really don't want to box people. But I use the word area because it just it's helpful for for people to see those six kind of areas. Mm. Okay, and in terms of male, female, female, male, um, what kind of spread is there of this? So, yeah, statistics is very few and far between, mm. and it's very. Unreliable, and our pre-conversation before the show is to say, many years ago it was there was no acceptance of trans people, so a lot of people just kept it to themselves. Yeah. So historical kind of stats are are awful. Um, our, in terms of our trans community in Gauteng with the support group, um, it's about a sixty forty split of assigned male at birth, assigned female mm. at birth. I don't know if Dr. Rudolph has got some stats from her practice. Um, so. I would guess it's almost equal between assigned male at birth, assigned female at birth. Okay. Yeah, I see more trans females than males for some reason. Females to be males or males being... So if you say a trans female, then Mm. it's likely. So she's a a woman, but she was assigned male at birth. Okay. So I see more people that were um, born in male bodies or talk Mm. the male at birth and then um, that transition to female. And we we don't like to say they want to become females. They are females. Um, They just want to... Like what we call it these days is gender-affirming hormone treatment, not gender replacement or something like that, or gender-affirming affirming surgery mm. we just we just help them to align their bodies with with who they are um and yeah, for some reason i see i see more females than um males it's it's so difficult because you know there's such a there's just the entry bias into mm. accessing care uh, because it's expensive yeah it's enormous um but the bias for it is huge on so many levels religiously yes. socially yes. um 
Yeah. And I think what's nice about what we do today is when you and I discuss, you know, let's do something for Women's yeah. Month um, and let's celebrate trans women. Mm. Um, and the message that we're trying to get across is like if you're a parent of a trans child, celebrate it. It's okay. Mm. And if you have a trans family member, celebrate it. And if you have a trans person mm. in the workplace, celebrate it. Um, like we need to celebrate any kind of individual. Don't be afraid of it. Don't try and um, shy away from it. You know, Sham, I saw these parents this morning with a 13-year-old trans child that so desperately, desperately hope that the child went into puberty. And, and what trans people will tell you is that when they go into puberty, it gets worse. You know, you get many gender dysphoric children that will play in the opposite yeah. uh, sex clothes and stuff like that. But when they start, like when a, when, a, when a trans woman or girl starts to get erections, it's awful. They really hate it. Or can you imagine when a trans man starts to menstruate? Mm. So puberty re- usually worsens it. Then you come on know, you know, and they very seldom change their mind after that. But the parents so desperately want to hear from me that no, we'll be able to change their mind and unfortunately it doesn't happen. So we try and be very affirmative and mm. um, look, every high school kid these days is demisexual and all kinds of weird things that we don't even um, really, I have to Google the terms often, but um, trans people, it's not a, it's, it's, it's not something they decide on a whim or a phase or something like that. It's, 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 really who they are Hmm. you know it brings up something interesting and i never thought of this before so i actually didn't do any research this week (laughs) that if you look at kind of more ancient and and tribal societies um a greater acceptance of trans people and a greater Mm. space for them Mm. and i would imagine that that exists all through the tribal society yeah because it's not something new Mm -mm. And you know everything has been there yeah. since we were there. Exactly. And if you go and look in um, ancient Hebrew text, mm. um, the original Hebrew text doesn't have just male female. There's six genders um, in the Hebrew text. Mm. So yeah. So so much <clears throat> down to the wonders of the religious people <laughs> who have given us so many wonderful gifts. This was another one of yours. Yes. <laughs> But it's fascinating that um, there was such a greater acceptance of this in more ancient and more open societies. Yeah, because people want to say these days that, oh, it's Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? Yeah, Is yeah. it her name? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just because there was this one trans, famous trans person. Now, all of a sudden, we, trans people are yeah. popping up everywhere. And Jeffrey everywhere. Tambor in trance kind of started the whole, you know, yeah. no. and every other really series cool. came from that. And Yeah, no, it's wonderful it's, that there is more acceptance these yeah. days, but it doesn't, a trans celebrity doesn't cause other people to be trans at all. Yeah, and it was never anything new. Yeah. And and I think if thing. you ask most trans people, would they want to transition? And the answer would be no. Um, it's hard. Um, sure, it's hard, and 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 you don't choose to go through through it. It's not something that uh, a cool kind of thing that you just okay. Let's this is fun to do. It's it's definitely not fun, um, and you you changing the chemical structure of your body, mm. um, and that does some very interesting things. Yeah, yeah, it's not a, an easy thing, and it changes your entire being. Exactly. Um, and the consequences. And in my practice, I've been talking a lot about this, and I've been looking at it in my own life this week, that um, we will change to the degree that we have the courage to change, yes. the willingness. And I've been doing a lot more heart work than ever. And when you open your heart to a greater degree, you become aware of the impact that starts to have on your life, and the consequences of that are enormous. And it gives you the ability to live life to the full. Yeah. With, with, with a, a purpose and an inner happiness. Yeah. And the consequences of that are huge because you look at your job, you look at your family, you look at your relationships, and you see how many of these structures support that. And do I have the courage to actually change the ones that don't because the impact of that's going to be enormous emotionally, spiritually, physically, sexually, financially, on so many levels. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. How long did the transformation, and I know that it's a process, and I think on some levels it might be a never-ending process. How long did this take for you? So, you know, that's an interesting question I don't know the answer to. 
how long is a piece of string? I, I, I think if you medically, you're not going to get anything under three years. Okay. Um, and that by itself is a huge commitment. And cost. Mm. And, and I think that cost can determine a lot of people's transition and, and slow it down or speed it up. Yeah, because um, it's not accessible to absolutely everybody. If I can jump in on this topic. Please do. Um, I've it's about been time you said something. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to New York lately to see some clients there. And um, so basically what I do is I focus mainly on the image of the client. So Dr. Alna does the medical side. And then there's the psychologist that looks after the client mentally. Mm. But um, for the image only, um, the client has to be she needs a significant boldness to be able to step out. So Dr. Alna can look after her and the psychologist can look after her, but she has to step out the door and go to the restaurant and actually um, present herself as a female. Mm. And what we've done there is we, the client would fly from, um, say for instance, we were in New York and she would fly in from Florida in mail. And then her appointment would be three days long with us. And there we, um, the moment she steps into our studio, we would dress her up in female and go out into the streets, go do shopping with her. We would go to the restaurants, make sure that we help her to communicate with the world outside. Um, and that, that she would come for three days at a time. Then she would go back to her home, um, in mail. And, um, from there, every month she would come three days, three days, three days just to practice because she doesn't have the freedom to do it at home. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what actually what was quite nice in um, New York is we sat together, the facial surgeon, the um, psychologist and the medical doctor with the client and together we created a plan and a timeline from when are you ready to present yourself in, in the corporate workplace as a female and we would like for her to practice that and the practice the feminine movements, we do makeup lessons, we um, spent about six months um, or longer because that depends on her own readiness. So we tailor made it for the client. Um, so I, to answer the question, I don't think there's really a timeline depending, um, on how ready the client is to move forward and also financially. So she has to pay the medical doctor. She has to do the medical treatments, but now we have to actually Creates a wardrobe and oh. a style for her, and that's quite costly. Absolutely, but that's the same thing that Fetish Haven does yes. in Sissy Corner. Is that you have because um, we deal with a lot of cross dressers, we deal with a lot of trannies. Um, I know that some people don't like to be called that, but it's what they want to be called. The people that come to us. So what I'm saying. So I, I mean, I mean, I'm doing this 27 years. So I deal with people not once every day. They come, and that's some people don't want to be called drag artists. Some people doesn't don't want to be called a tranny. Some people don't want to be called a, a transsexual or transgender. Some want to be called just who I am, my mm. name. Um, but the reason why I'm saying the words is so that they, the different, like you said, areas that they have. Um, but what we do at at Fetish Haven is, if you have these feelings that you want to dress, you come through. You try, we, we dress you up because a lot of people have dressed already. So you come and uh, I hear a lot of stories. I hear from when they were children, their moms and their parents and their uncles and their aunties or somebody usually in the family dressed them up. And they, with us, this is what they tell me and they liked it. They enjoyed the feel of the silk, the way they felt and whatever and also the feelings they have. Um, and then later, it's just, it's part of them. So what we, I mean, we go out, we do dinners, um, dancing, we go out shopping, we do everything. And that um, also helps with the comfort. And it does because now, yes, and, and I will never take them to a place where I think they're going to not feel comfortable. Yeah. We start with something simple and then you progress. Because ah, learning to be exactly as a totally different person in the world is, yeah, it must be sure. so difficult. But, uh, Oh, sorry, just one second. Um, what also happens is when you go out, you think everybody's looking at you because, oh, they can see I'm not really – they can see this or they can oh. see that. You know what? It's actually in your head because if you're a woman, even if I walk, people always look. I don't think, oh, it's because, oh, this is this. You know what I mean? So when a, when a, when a, when a cross-dresser or tranny or whatever – I'm sorry. I know you are going to shoot me and stab me with a knife. Um, but, you know, when a transgender – 
or what is the correct word? Trance. Trance. Okay, trance uh, goes out. You think because you've dressed and because you've done this that everybody's looking at you. And I think once you get over that, oh, it's mm. a breeze. We go to movies. We go to the theater, Monty, anywhere. But that's and the support of people too. And you've got people that support you. Sure. Yeah. And, I, and I think the sort of thing is that we need to just consider that gender identity and gender expression. Yes. It's not the same thing. And sexual uh, expression of that. And, and there's nothing that says if a, a cis woman walks around in a pair of jeans and a T-shirt and short hair that she's not a woman. Yes. Oh. yes Th- there's yes. nothing that dress is saying defining your gender. That's your identity. Your, how you express it. Oh. Yes, is what's important. Yeah, and then that's a whole other world. Is is through this change, what happens to your sexual identity? And your sexual orientation yeah. is, a, is not what it's not the same. No, and that's where it, I think also gets quite fascinating. And 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 so yes. the heterosexual homosexual normative is very much in a cis normative world. Mm. And I know through some. Um, and I don't talk Afrikaans. But but it's really you know, as a cis person you're attracted to a male or you're attracted to a female. Yeah. In a trans world, you're not because you're not you're not identifying in a binary male oh. female spectrum where, where where orientation sort of points. And and so when you're on hormones or whatever, your attraction to, to your gender does change or can change. Um, but that's Talk th- a little bit more no about that, Leanne, because I think that's quite an yeah. important and fascinating point for a lot of people of how that might change. And and so people who are attracted to women who are tra- trans women w- will still be attracted and will remain in relationships or, or may not um, and, and may then say, hold on, I'm now attracted to to men now and I want to be in a relationship with a man yeah. and and that could be almost fluid is that yeah. the sort of bisexual kind of thing oh. is very much at play here yeah. but but the question really becomes in at what point do you define at your identity layer or do you have to start a transformation before it becomes the, the orientation swaps And there is no answer to that question um, mm. Politically I mean medically yeah. you could come up with a definition yeah. Elna? You know, having observed many trans people um, I, I always ask them On the first consultation You know uh, what's your orientation uh. um, It's just somewhere for me to note it Basically it's not really of much importance But some just love the affirmation To hear oh so actually you're a straight woman Because So it's a man's body. Um, So um, the person might have identified as gay up to now because the person is interested in men, but the person is a woman, so it's a straight woman. Um, And then, or or to tell parents that, no, actually your child is straight. It's Mm. just a transgender child, but the the child is straight. So some people like that, and and, um, some people are really fluid, and I do tell them about it. Because, for instance, a, a teenager might have a teenage uh, trans um, female might have an infatuation with other women. So she thinks she's in love with them, mm. but actually she would just love long hair. And then when we change it to a female, then now all of a sudden now she actually is interested in men. So we, we talk about that, that, that it might change and, um, you know, to be open and accepting so to whatever it's happens. It's a very fluid Space. It's a fluid space, and you know the partners are always so interesting to me, because some people do need to get divorced if they were married, oh. and um, you know the, the the primary relationship breaks up when they transition, but some don't. And it's interesting because this person, um, the partner, was, let's say, a straight woman who married a man, she thought, and now this person transitions and and becomes completely female. And uh, now it's two women that's married, you know, so is she now lesbian or not? And so you don't necessarily have to put it into a box. And uh, the church is very interesting because, um, you know, if the body is male and the other body is female, then it's fine. It's not sin. But but if the person on the inside is then female and she's having sex, 
with that person, but at least it's a penis in a vagina. Is that now sin or not sin? You know, so it's well, lovely. Must be a real <laughs> fascination for some of the religious people. Yeah, wow. no, but it's it's important, you know, because in in some churches, um, like being gay is not allowed. But now oh. is trans a medical condition or not? And um, so I like um, to to just try and get people more open-minded because the reality is, and and I actually use this analogy to say that. Uh, a, why can't we say that the trans person was born with the wrong genes? Hmm. Because my body codes for um, XX because I'm female and I'm cis. And then Lee's body coded XY. So why can't we see that like Down syndrome? So we won't go and say a Down syndrome child isn't welcome in um, church and we first have to do exorcism and, um, you know, they have to pray and trust God to change the Down syndrome before the child can come to church. So if we, if we look at it in the same manner, the, the body is coding, the genes are coding for the wrong body. And yes, of course, it's cool to do surgery on a, a Down syndrome child's heart. Why isn't it cool to do surgery on a transgender person then? Yeah. And I mean, I don't equate it to the cognitive or anything else, but you know, if you just put it simple, it has had a aha moment for many people. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, oh. we, you use various kinds of, um, like the six categories that Lee spoke about to make it easier for people. And everybody doesn't relate with everything, but people need to, sometimes you need to explain it to people like a child also yeah. for them to understand yeah. it better. And you know, what's fascinating is that, um, when we can find a different perspective and mm. so much of healing from my point of view is just finding and shifting perspective. Yes. We can find greater acceptance of something. Yes. Um, and even from a, I mean, this is kind of a, a weird thought and I haven't really developed it and I've had quite nasty flu this week and my head has been all clogged up and I don't know that's really thinking that clearly yet. But from a spiritual point of view, the existence of this energy in the world is an incredible opportunity of acceptance full stop to look with inside of ourselves and yeah. to say and we were talking briefly about this and it's where i really want to go is where is your heart in all of this mm. because never mind the science never mind the biology never mind genitals never mind the bodies never mind anything else where is your heart in this and that stays what it is. Lee? Exactly. And you, you need to love yourself. Yes. And and once you're in harmony with yourself, your heart is in, in one. That is when you can actually focus on life and focus and, and, and give 100% of your all. Oh. And, and that's what's important. And that's what makes society, your contribution to society is when you can live your existence in full Spectrum, and I'm not saying people who are trapped in 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 situations can't live life. Yeah. Yes, they can, um, and and many people do live a life and and that kind of stuff. But but when you are able to just live your life to what you are, there's so much more freedom in yourself. Uh. And I think so many people just take freedom for granted, um, and yeah, you could equate that into. A free and not free societies around the world kind of thing but even if you take the free societies there's still issues yeah. and it's just another aspect of freedom because the interesting thing is in our society or in our world and i'm talking generally about the western world we have put the greatest emphasis and blockage on anything to do with sex and genitals and the greatest level of judgment mm. yeah. you know you can do almost anything you can do almost anything financial. You can do almost anything political. You can do almost anything on so many levels and still be accepted or forgiven. The sexual is where we have put the greatest judgment. Exactly. And this is the greatest opportunity for freedom in that. A lot of, sorry, a lot of um, <clears throat> transgenders um, or whatever wait till very late mm. to want to make that transition. So I think if you're younger... There's more, you haven't, I mean, you haven't had kids, you haven't had, I deal with a lot of people that have families, mm. they have kids, they have relationships, they have stuff, but they want to so uh, desperately change and do the ops and, and, and really live the complete woman life, you know, be who they want to be and what they were meant to be and what they dream of being complete. But you got to think about your kids, your family, mm. your job, 
your all those little things that even though you say, you know what, they'll still love me for being who I am. But it's a big decision because it's not just your decision at the end of the day once it's, you're older. Mm. I think it's everybody's decision now because a lot mm. of lives get impacted by your decision that you now make. So how do you how do you cope with that? For me, it was not living a life of, and I don't want to use the word depression because yeah. trance isn't a depression, um, but just not having this happiness with inside yourself that I couldn't actually do the best for my family, for my yeah. kids, right. when now I can actually give them my 100% oh. of myself. And you're, you're uh, teaching authenticity in this. Yeah. And that's the mm-hmm. greatest... For me, I think the greatest gift we can give our children is to be authentically who they are, regardless of what that is. Mm. And I want to go back to the point of acceptance and also the authentically. Um, I think it's so important. So what I found with my clients, they aren't proud of who they are in male bodies. And um, the moment they convert to female, from there, um, because of the lack of the style or the image knowledge, they are not really proud of the way they look. And I feel that's quite important because the moment you accept yourself, you also have to be proud of yourself. And when you are proud of the way you look, it makes it so much easier for the people around you because now suddenly your children aren't afraid to let you go to to school with them or the people in your workplace are quite proud to have you in their company because you look amazing. And I've also found that with some of my clients that have, um, that have wives that they stay together, the wife end up coming to me because she is jealous of (laughs) the new look and how good her partner looks. Um, Mm. So I'd I'd say that's quite important also. Wow. I saw that the, trans patients that there's a need for somebody to to help them with this you know because oh. I mean, i'm 38 and i'm still struggling to put on lipstick uh, properly you know and i do only lipstick and mascara um i can't help you with that there's so much <laughs> that i could help but you look i'm stunning. sorry <laughs> thanks but i'm um, no and and you know i've known surette and i just said to her one day I think that we really need, and I knew she was an image consultant. Um, I think we need an image consultant that will be sensitive to trans people and and be able to help them. Because what I've seen is this trans person comes in there and you've got an image of, you know, and I often ask my trans people, so if you you see a woman, um, who is it that you would like to be like, you know, are we talking... Katy Perry, or and um, it's interesting because in a, in a in a big body, it's not that easy to do that. And um, now, how do you actually go into the shopping center and just go and buy uh, stuff for yourself, looking like a man? You can't really go into the um, changing room and change stuff, and yeah. so. Um, you know, trial and error and everything. And then when they've seen somebody like Sarette who can help them to, to put on clothes that's appropriate for their bodies, it's amazing to see what it does for themselves, yeah. the confidence that comes with that. And, um, yes, I think it's beautiful. It's it's a big part of the, you know, the whole holistic approach that oh. we do because just changing the hormones doesn't make them feel completely congruent yet. Yeah. And also something. To, sorry. Oh, oh, no. Um, to make it easier for them. So what I found is so many of my clients wear 20 products on their face with makeup, which is not needed. Oh. Um, and why should a trans client spend one hour preparing for the day or wearing makeup or putting on her makeup, whereas I can teach her to actually just use three products, which makes it so much easier um, and just easier for day, daily life. Listen, I think that there are an enormous amount of... Um, of women full stop who could benefit so much (laughs) (laughs) and so many men who would be so grateful (laughs) and that is regardless of any label or orientation full stop look look, I mean trans women have got the challenge and some are are more one thing hormones doesn't do is stop beard development once testosterone has given you a beard you've got a beard so that, that sometimes to cover that kind of stuff is a bit hard and on trans women So sometimes There there needs to be A bit of give On that part Absolutely <laughs> I wanted to ask Something um, I mean I've never Had a problem Because I've always Called cross-dresser A cross-dresser Because you just Assume that's what Because they call Themselves that mm. But they offended When you call them that So what I'd like To know from you is 
Um, and I saw last week, and it's just been this last month, and that means there's a lesson to be learned. Um, I saw one um, uh, uh, trans, um, trans ma- well, what do you call it? Trans, trans woman. Trans woman. She wrote and she said, "I'm not transgender. I'm not tra- uh, crossdresser. I'm not. I'm a drag artist. Period." Okay. Then I heard somebody else. I was talking to a friend of mine, and it's uh, somebody that dresses with me all the time, and. He, uh, she got quite emotional when I made, we were talking and she said, I'm not, I'm not a crossdresser. I'm not a drag. I'm a, a transgender. And so what is the, you know? Okay. So you're going to push me into this. Yeah. No, we, I, I we need to understand not because so, uh, I so let's, everybody Come now. on, Lee, you know <laughs> that this was going to come. Um, <laughs> so gender fluidity, as I said, these are six areas of your non-binary gender fluid people. And that's, the area that I would put them into Where your, your trans men Trans women um, If I can dare use the word transsexual Where they're actually Transforming their body sexually And by sexually I'm talking sexually Sexual hormones So everybody's got testosterone And estrogen The one is just dominant than the other Trans uh, Men have a dominant uh, Testosterone and females have a dominant Estrogen so when you swap that around, that that's when you're transsexually changing the hormones at a, at a very f- chemical, physiological, is that the right word, mm. layer. Sure. But when you when you come in across and saying, okay, I'm a crossdresser or I'm gender fluid, that's in the expression of a gender. That is not your core identity. Mm. So it's very um, what I've learned is. If you look, biological sex is complicated, and that's where doctors come in. But you ask a person, are you a man or are you a woman? They tell you. You don't actually even have to ask. They just know. They know, I'm a woman or I'm a man. So a crossdresser will be a man, but that likes to dress up as a female. Either for, um, it's like a fetish, so he finds it sexually exciting to dress up like a woman, or it's just like a stage thing. You know, he likes to dress up. You can call him a crossdresser. Well, I mean, <laughs> I find um, that I'm offending everybody now because a drag artist does not want to be called trans. Uh, 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 trans um, no, no, you female. can't do that. Uh, uh, um, uh, I, I think don't, know, so don't put a label. You started perfectly fine asking, what's your name? And you just call them uh, their name. Yeah. Um, people like their names. And, you know, so if a clearly a, a person that presents as a male clearly comes in and says, I'm Victoria. He might only want to be Victoria for that hour, That's or right. she might really be Victoria as a person. And as you get to know them, you'll 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 learn who they but, are. But boxing yeah. is such a dangerous thing, mm. and, yeah. and and to label anyone is is so dangerous. And the, so the difficult thing becomes, you know, from an outsider in a particular community, and especially in the trans community, um, it becomes quite a minefield. Um, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I always it's assumed, a very interesting one. Sorry, I've always assumed that if you're not ha- doing the whole procedure, like the hormones and that, that you you're not transgender. No, that's what I assumed, and mm-hmm. that's what I thought, and that is why I always labelled it. Okay, you've got to be a cross dresser because even though you're feminine, and I call them by their female name, so you Jack, you Cindy, and you Cindy always. Mm-hmm. So I don't think of you as you're not a woman. But when I thought, if you're talking about somebody. And they're not doing the hormones. They're not doing any of those stuff. Is it still a transgender? Okay, so transgender is a holistic generic term for anyone who steps out of the binary normative of cisness. A transsexual is somebody who is physically transforming the body, hormonally or surgical. And I th- for me, more and more, it comes down to... The heart and so much less of labels mm-hmm. Absolutely and, 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 and that becomes What is normative Yeah, And, and, and the answer is not well, There is no answer to that question Well in our society and today There is no So, so, let's, so let's rather define What's n- not normal mm. um, and, and stick to those rules And prejudice is not normal And exclusion is mm. not normal Because it's not part of our hearts and if we live from the heart and we go into the heart, prejudice doesn't exist there. Exclusion doesn't exist there. Judgment doesn't exist there. 
Amen, There's simply acceptance. <laughs> but that's the truth. No, and, it's and, the truth. and it's actually you know, the heart of each religion. Yeah. But it doesn't get lived yeah, like that. You know, I was watching something last night. It was, it must have been a movie because I was watching a movie. And there was a line. It was about something about a religion. Oh, okay. Now remember. It was an old action movie, terrible movie with Charlie Sheen <laughs> called Navy Seals. And they, this woman is talking about Islam as actually being one of the more tolerant re- religions. And I actually had to laugh at that because, I mean, that phrase religion and tolerant in the same <laughs> sentence is kind of a really interesting one. Um, but yeah. if you go, I can also show you which ones of the of the of the terror groups is more tolerant. It's also something we can do. Yeah. We can. D- it depends <laughs> which category you're going to. There we go. But the whole thing is that intolerance. There is a place for absolutely every single one of us because that's acceptance. And more and more for my work, it's just so much more in this heart of there is everybody is in that space. But a question. And the idea that we are all connected and we're all from the same source. And that's the thing. We're all from the same place. So how can that level of separation exist? And I get the whole religious thing and the whole philosophical thing and Everybody has their own God and absolutely and today my God's better than yours and if my God listens to me today and answers my prayers then of course you know it's better. Yeah. And, but it, um, go sorry. into the heart and I'm sorry, fuck the rest of you. When, when With so much joy and pleasure and lots of lube and foreplay so it will be that. pleasurable. <laughs> sorry, John. Do. Another question. Sorry, I just got because you're so awesome. Um, Your question when, has to be a quick one. I know. When somebody, uh, I mean, when a transgender female puts on uh, a social media that I'm not this or I'm not that, I'm not a drag artist, I'm, I mean, I'm not a drag queen, I'm not a cross-dresser, I'm not a transgender, do you think that the... They're trying to tell themselves in their heads what they really are, or are they trying to get a message across? Because I, I, I'm trying to think, like, why would you say this? Is it, am I answering a question that this is what I am, or are you trying to tell somebody else what you are? So they're either scared, um, or unable to come out, or aren't wanting to come out, or they're just non-binary. Yeah, maybe they and don't want to be defined, and and they don't want to live in a box oh, of yes. of binary. And this is something which is really sorry, doctor. I'll be right with you. <laughs> I've always wanted to say it to you. Um, <laughs> I'll be right with you, uh, and then I'll say thanks for coming. <laughs> well, I haven't come yet, but we can work on that. Um, no, I'm kidding. Just before you put it out there, because I'm sure you have a very good answer. I want to say that this is so important because the biggest lesson that comes from me. Is why are we in such a rush and in such a, it's almost like anxiety to define. Mm. I wonder what would be the world of a world of just allowing and not defying and judging. Mm. And that's something that comes up for me. People yeah. need that or a lot of our world exists because of, <laughs> that's also of that. Yeah, we'll and stop. even trans people want that often. Yes. They want yeah. to be defined as binary actually. Mm. But uh, I, I just actually, I know we're getting to the close here and I just want to say it's actually not that expensive or difficult to get help. I see a patient for free every Friday. Wow. So just get onto that waiting list and come. And then when we start with hormones, it's, it's a few hundred rand, really. And then, you know, depending on what you want to do, yes, of course, yeah. surgery is like 160,000 rand, but few, a handful of my patients have had surgery. So I think we are creating this barrier to the transitioning because we think it's very expensive, but it, it really doesn't have to be that expensive. And then can I plug myself? Please um, do. <laughs> that we also, there's a, a community support group that, yes. that's both social media based and we, we meet. It's all going to be on our podcast page. Yeah. Within Gauteng. And that, that is just a peer support group where we mm. help each other. It's not, there's no professional kind of help. Is that online? Yeah. Is, yeah. is there a website? Yeah, or you will be Facebook, Facebook page. page. Yeah. What is the Facebook page? I think uh, we the, advertised it. Yeah. So it's on uh, our Twitter and Instagram. It's going to okay. be on our podcast page. It's what Dr. Elna gave me. And it's no, there. Well, no? I didn't give the, the okay. info about this. So Leanne, group. you told me you're going to send me all the info yes. packs. Yes. That's oh. for the listeners that are on the go. So they love watching, uh, looking after all, all the information. And details as well. Yeah. And what, did so. a, what does it mean to, like, uh, financially to come and see you? What does it mean? So what I do is I work either on Skype with my clients, wherever in the world they are. That's always cheaper. So uh, my fees would start from 750 Rand and up. 
Um, and then I see clients for three days at a time. Um, and that's obviously more expensive. Sure. So it depends on what they need. And also I tailor it to every client. So we could start slowly and we do, I explained to her before, we um, do, for instance, in one session only how to do your foundation. And then mm-hmm. in the next session, how to do your lips and how to do your eyes. Um, so the client can do it um, according to their budget. Amazing. Um, which is perfect. So it's, there's ways to make things accessible and there mm-hmm. are people to help you. And mm-hmm. that's really amazing. I'm really grateful for all of you being here. Thank you. Can, can I just share one very story. quickly thing? But it has to be. Trance is not about social status, culture, religion, um, money. So we've got people in townships. We've got people in, in all aspects of life, religion. And, and so it's, trance isn't just... It's r- human. Yeah. It's human. That's full stop. Mm. It's human and it's the heart. And thank you for sharing yourselves and your stories. It's so important. And there are so many aspects to this conversation. It's yeah. beautiful. And to be able to, to carry it on in different directions would be incredible. And it's such a beautiful lead in to what we are doing next week. Mm. So to celebrate spring, we are doing a new show. So, of course, you're all welcome. <laughs> there is one proviso. You have to be nude in the studio. And you are, anybody is welcome. We um, have nude no. Nude pregnant women in the studio. <laughs> yes. Nude pregnant women is, would just be so amazing. So, everybody is welcome. Yeah, and also uh, the separation. It's not a sexual environment. So, people That's think, it. oh, I'm going to come to a swingers party. That's going to be at Mistress Cleo's place. That's not our place. So, here it's, uh, we're going to. Call it, I think, kind of like John T's um, animalistic <laughs> natural zoo. I don't know. We're going to close the blinds here, so please give us a shout. Yeah, if so you now want we have to. blinds, actually, so yeah. we don't have to be on display for everybody. But the whole point of the show yeah. next week is about accepting the beauty of who you are, of being a sensual being at play in this amazing world. And, and why are we separated from nature, actually, covering yeah, ourselves and to so connect much. with that with ourselves mm. next week yay and that's next friday morning so everybody is no welcome <laughs> no <laughs> unless we want our nipples to just cut people like <laughs> well that might not be well, such a terrible thing separate you know? the naturality and the sexual jaunty separate no sorry so it's just the that would all just <laughs> be amazing so everybody is welcome next week you do have to let us know if you will be arriving we'll bring your towel because if I say just coming, then I know what tomorrow's going to say. That's true. And then she orgasms. And then Did you find that show? I found three shows that have it. So I'm looking. No, but I'm, you've got to find the first you're one. You're right. You're right. So the first one was less funny, but very cool. So okay. uh, yes, it's going on our so podcast page. Put that in the resource. That sure. would just be fantastic. And the resources for all the wonderful people who are here will be up Absolutely. on our resource page. So you'll be able to contact them. Um, and again, thank you. Really, this is beautiful, beautiful sharing. And the platform we have for this, um, the openness is amazing. And I'm really grateful for that. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And what is whole? Uh, oh, a hole in one. A oh. hole in one. Yeah, oh. wholesomeness. A hole in one is when a man can put his own <gasps> cock into oh. his anus. That is very bendy cock. You should call well, it like a flexi cock or well, a whatever. <laughs> or a broken back cock. I don't know cock. if you'd want to if you could, but that's what it is. <laughs> Chanti, that's not, oh no, no. Oh, it's like, oh, it's, a, <laughs> it's infinity. <laughs> Feeding. The, what happens if you cut? Okay. Okay, there we go. We are. Out of here. I wish you all so much pleasure. This is cliffcentral.com.